we make money while saving the planet? How important is social media for the climate movement? What challenges stand in the way for making sustainability a global movement? Big questions that we're deep diving into today with Ingmar Renzog, founder of We Don't Have Time, the world's largest social network for climate action, and the first reporter to share about Greta Thunberg's demonstration. It's time to live wide awake. Hey, it's Steph Dixon, and welcome to the Live Wide Awake podcast. This is a podcast about climate change and consciousness, sustainability and spirituality. Each week, a special concoction for your listening pleasure so that you can lead your most conscious life. We're going to be talking about fascinating yet sometimes complicated topics and breaking them down into digestible chunks so that we can live wide awake. If you haven't already, do hit that subscribe button. And if you love what you're hearing, consider supporting us on Patreon. Ingmar Renzog was named the Green Mark Zuckerberg by France TV2 and is a CEO and founder of We Don't Have Time, the world's largest social network for climate action. By teaming up with Twitter and the UN, We Don't Have Time is reaching millions around the globe. In this episode, we talk about shifting the balance to reward doing the right thing, while knowledge is the biggest tool we have, and how to look at saving the planet through a different lens. Great. Well, I'm super excited to be speaking with you, Ingmar. So I'd love if you could give us a brief summary of your sustainability journey and what it really was that triggered you to go down this path or maybe your awakening moment, if you remember it, if there was one specific moment. Yes, actually, it it was a very specific moment. It it was uh, four years ago in um, November 2016 when Donald Trump won the U.S. election, uh, it became so clear to me that our world leaders will not act on the climate crisis. And if they don't act on it, who will? So that was the point where I decided to, where I wanted to do something about it. So so I, the idea behind We Don't Have Time came up the same week, uh, just a couple of days after. I, I woke, woke up one morning and, and I had this name, We Don't Have Time, uh, on on my brain and I looked up uh, on Google and no one was actually using it. Uh, now a lot of people are using it, but back then people were not using the phrase we don't have time. So so that was the starting point. Mm. It's interesting that it was like one very clear moment that you saw that Trump online and then you woke up a few days later with a very clear name in your head. So maybe you can explain a little bit more about how then you got the name, obviously, but did you also wake up with the idea to then have a climate change social media platform? And what is it, you know, for someone that maybe isn't familiar, maybe you can explain it to us simply, like, what is it that you guys do? Yes. Uh, so no, it, it was actually a process, but but the, but the main idea was actually something that I came up with the same same morning that when I watched Donald Trump victory speak. What We Don't Time is all about is to connect all people around the world and have them to work together in order to solve the climate crisis. So uh, what I was looking for was uh, something uh, that create fast global change. And uh, what has been succeeded with that before is social media networks. In only 10, 15 years, social media has changed the whole world for better and for worse. So my idea was to use the social media technology in order to to be part of the solution and and help our leaders to do the right thing. So we are what we have built with We Don't Have Time today is a social network platform where our members could collaborate 
and communicate and have a dialogue directly with the leaders in power, corporate leaders, uh, world leaders, where we're using social technology to have many people come together and uh, trigger a dialogue directly with the ones in power. So our social network is very different from other social networks because on our social network, we don't discuss about the leaders, we are discussing with the leaders. And I think that is the only way we could have them to change. And we need to change together. This is not about us or them. This is about all of us needs to, to change and, and transform ourselves. And we need to have a dialogue and also listen to each other in order to make that happen. Absolutely. There's power in numbers. And I think if you can have the power of social media all geared towards doing good, that's a really exciting, exciting prospect. So do you have a couple of examples you could share with us of some of the dialogue that you've actually had with some of these leaders who have actually listened to the masses agreeing and voting? Because that's what they do, right? They go and they vote on a specific idea or something that someone shared. And then when they have enough votes, then the leader gets contacted. So have you seen a lot of the leaders coming in on those conversations? From the beginning, it was very hard because people just ignored us. But uh, today we have been building this for three years and we're really picking up pace. So now we're getting more and more answers uh, from a lot of important people. Everyone from like Joel Bolsonaro, the president of Brazilian, has answered a climate warning on our platform. But we have also had a lot of people answering climate uh, love, uh, everything from corporate leaders to environment ministers in, in Norway, etc., for example. But it's not all about uh, telling the leaders what they do, good or bad. We also have this um, review system where we our members could give out an ID. And that is about how to do something in a new way that could be implemented on scale if you give it to a large organization. And, and one example is that we, we newly got an answer from Jeff Bezos uh, because our community have given Amazon an idea about what they could do better for the climate. Uh, so he answered, or his assistant answered, to be honest, that their business uh, development partners now are looking into this idea. And this is a great tool because uh, if companies know that many people want something, that is also often a good business opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so amazing that you've had that kind of traction with presidents and leaders of the biggest global companies in the world. So congratulations to you and the team. And so how many users do you have right now? And what would you say that your bigger future vision is that you're working towards? Right now we have 42,000 uh, users. And this is really the core group because our reach is much further. Uh, so with the help of our 42,000 users. We actually have a social media reach on other social media with over 25 million every month. And we have built our platform not to be something you use instead of the other social media. We have built it where you can initiate the climate dialogue and uh, you can amplify that on other social media. That's why more and more businesses and leaders that have been given a review on our platform must answer because they don't like when suddenly everyone is discussing what they do bad or or they do like if everyone is discussing what they do good. That's a big difference from our platform and many other protest platform is that most of the content on our platform is actually sharing love, giving credit to those that are doing the right thing and, and, and spread what they do so more people can be influenced and take off. 
Yeah, no, I think that's really important that you've actually integrated it to what people are familiar with. And that really allows you to amplify on a whole nother level, which, you know, is, is going to help with the success of this and, and hopefully the growth as well. So it sounds yeah really exciting. So I did some reading and read that you actually set up quite an interesting structure to the company and you really have a belief that you can actually save the planet while making money. So maybe you can unpack this a little bit because I think in the past, a lot of people have believed that to save the planet, you have to sacrifice making money and being successful. But nowadays, there's definitely a new wave of people that said, no, it's actually good business to save the planet. And I think you're one of them. So maybe you can unpack that side a little bit. Yes, um, I firmly believe that if we're going to solve the climate crisis, we must make it to the best business opportunity in the world. And that, that, that this is actually, it's wrong with capitalism today, because today capitalism is rewarding doing bad stuff. And if you're doing the good stuff, it's more expensive and you, you make less profit. One of Weed on the Times' main objective is to change that and flip that around so it will be more successful more rewarding to do the right thing and super expensive to do the wrong thing. Uh, and that's what our review system is all about, is to make it transparent so people know that those that are doing the right thing are also given credit for it. The reason why we have structured We Don't Have Time as a company is, is uh, two, uh, two reasons. Number one is that I'm an entrepreneur. I don't know how to build a nonprofit organization. I don't know anything about it. The other reason is to prove that you could make something really successful by doing uh, good action for the climate. We want to be a good example that we can make a lot of money out of doing good climate action. So all businesses will take up and do the same. So that's the reason number two. But, but we have one special structure in our company and that is uh, the main owner is not me and my co-founder. We actually donated our founding shares to a nonprofit uh, organization that we have founded in order to preserve the cause of the company. Uh, and that's to protect us from being both from a big oil company or a big tech company that will transform our platform to be about something else. So, so we, are, we, are, we, have, we, have, we are for profit, but we have protected the cause. The cause is number one priority. And that was the first time I'd actually heard about that. Had you seen other companies that have done that before, or this is something that you think you've maybe pioneered in this space? There are some examples here in Sweden, actually. The most famous example is uh, IKEA. IKEA is owned by a foundation, and, and the IKEA's foundation is all about to preserve the business. And uh, that's the reason why you see now that IKEA is one of the big businesses that are taking the biggest step to transform the business idea to be a huge part of the problem. And they are now in the process of making the whole supply chain 100% circular within 10 years. So I will say IKEA is a little bit similar, not exactly the same way, but we have been inspired by them. Yeah, absolutely, as it should be. And so just circling back, you talked a little bit about, I guess, money and moving the power. And so how do you also think that in your experience with climate action, what are the other main challenges of making global impact and making sustainability our new reality, aside from what you already shared about, you know, making the being good cheaper than doing and doing the bad thing more expensive? What we need is more, more people on board. It is, uh, it's more and more people that have started to be engaged in the climate issue. But uh, if you take a room full of 100 people, I will say, a majority is maybe worried about the climate, but it's only a few, like three or four people today are acting on it. 
so we need to take those few people in the room uh, and connect them with other people in other rooms. So we make this uh, critical mass that will inspire everyone to follow and, and, and join in. Because our humans, we are programmed in a way that we do what other people do. Uh, and, and, and as most people are not acting on the problem, we will not act on the problem. So we need mm -hmm. to take all those people that are in the forefront and connect them with each other, build a critical mass and drag in everyone in that movement. And, and, and the important thing to achieve here is not to make enemies. Uh, we, will, we must be an inclusive movement where we could uh, invite people that have been doing the wrong thing in the history because all of us have been doing that. Uh, and, and have them to join in, in, in the action. Uh, but of course, we have some enemies in the, in the climate movement as well. Uh, so we, 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 we must be aware of that. But those are really few. So I think that those will not be a threat in the future. They are just a layer. Mm. Inclusivity is, is a massive, a massive thing and making it more positive than negative and yeah. more empowering than shaming. So I couldn't agree with you more there. For those people that are sitting in the room, though, who are aware of it, maybe they care a little bit, but they don't really know what to do or they can't really be bothered. Like, what do you think it is that we need aside from creating a mass movement? Like there are people that we can activate. And how do you think we can activate those people sooner? Or what do you think the reason is, if it's stronger, of why they don't act, why think, they stay in the inaction? I think we need to empower them to get involved and uh, in the weapon to do that is knowledge. Uh, we need, they need information. So we need to educate people about the problem so that they will not feel that they can't have an opinion about it. It's not super complicated, but if you're not into the climate issue, it's very hard to get, to get going. Uh, so we, we need to have a big information campaign about why we need to change how we need to change, and also that we have the solutions. We can't just focus on the problem. We also need to give people hope by giving them information that we have the solutions. So one thing I would like the uh, governments to do, and also big companies to do, is to inform their customers, their voters about this problem. And, and this is how we have actually succeeded to, to handle the corona situation. I mean, I mean all countries, most countries and uh, news stations are talking about the corona every single day. So people know that they need to get vaccinated. People know that they need to practice social distance, etc. We need to take that example and do the exact same thing for the climate. And it's the leaders that needs to guide us in that. So if I will be the new president in the USA, I will host uh, press gatherings every single day or at least every week about the climate and the progress uh, because that's I mean that is will influence so many more to get into the action yeah no I appreciate the comparison with COVID I just wonder you know COVID was like it's one aspect and I think what I hear sometimes from people in the space as well is that there's so many facets of climate change in a sense that it it can actually be quite difficult to get a consensus on what needs to be done first. Do you feel that way or do you think that there's obvious, there's some very clear things that have to happen? And do you feel like there is consensus actually? No, we we definitely don't have a consensus on what what to do, but but it is not is Sometimes when you have professionals working in your field, they're always making the field much more complicated than it actually are. Uh, I mean, this is not a 
complicated problem. We have we are emitting too much greenhouse gases. We need to limit that. Even a child can understand uh, the problem. But we have different approaches of how to solve it. But uh, that's why it's important to educate people so more people get involved and more people can raise their voice about how to solve it. We don't need to agree on all the solutions. We just need to move forward and talk about the solutions and try different solutions and get the action started. I don't think anyone on this planet knows how to solve the climate crisis. But I think that we will solve the climate crisis if more people will start to try to solve it in different ways. And we will find a way to do it. And we also have more efficient ways and less efficient ways. Let's debate that. Let's discuss that. And uh, in the beginning of the corona, the world was very confused about how to handle that situation as well. Now it's much clearer. So this will be the same process for the climate, but it is more it is more complicated. But that's exactly why we need to inform people and get them involved in the debate and have a dialogue about it. Absolutely. And I think Greta Thunberg has had a huge influence, especially on the youth and younger generation. Yeah. And I was reading up and actually realized that you were one of the first people who actually saw her and shared her story when she was demonstrating outside the Swedish parliament. So how did you actually meet? And it must have been really amazing to actually see her use the power of social media and everything she's been able to achieve in the, in the last like 12 months. Yes, it was a very, very special morning, actually, the day I, I met Greta outside outside the parliament. I, I haven't had met her before that morning. Um, I was informed that it was going to be some kind of climate strike in front of the parliament by youth. But um, so I went there uh, in the morning, but I didn't expect that it will only be a lonely girl. And it gave, it gave me so... It gave a really, really strong impression on me because she was uh, having this uh, weight of, of the climate crisis on her shoulder and, and everyone ignored her. I, I saw, I watched her in the street before I confronted her and started talking to her and people were just walking by looking away. And that is exactly how our leaders and most people today are doing with the climate. So it was a really, really strong moment. So I'm not surprised that many people uh, when they saw that photo, wanted to do something. Yeah. But um, it shouldn't have to be this way. It's not the youth that needs to solve it. It's our grown-ups. We need to take responsibility and, and solve this crisis. Great that youth are involved, but it shouldn't be that way. It's wrong. Yeah, they shouldn't absolutely. need to have the, the weight on their shoulders. We should. It's because we have failed, I would say. So now we must take a responsibility and, 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 and do what's what it needed to be done absolutely and so what responsibility as adults listening to this what responsibilities would you advise that we do first i will say the where to start is actually think where you're doing with your time what you do every day what kind of work are you uh, going to are you, are you are you doing something that are helping the world to improve or are you doing something that are making everything worse so so start thinking of how you spend your time and uh, there you could go uh, to to try to use your time to do good and this is something that is really important because you don't need to be rich it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor everyone has 24 hours per day and they could use it 
in a good, better way or a worse way. You don't need to be perfect. You can just start to improve how you use the time. And that's exactly what Greta proved. She didn't have any platform or anything, but she had time. So instead of going to school, she did something that sparked a moment in the world. And everyone could do that. Not everyone could do what Greta does and have millions of people follow, but everyone could do something that will have two people follow. Everyone could do that. So use your time very, very wisely because that is something we can't buy. We can't buy time. And we need to act while we still have time to act. We can't, we don't have time to wait. Yes, very powerful. Thank you. So now I'm going to ask you some more fast paced questions. So please just uh, think, uh, give answers of whatever comes up for you. <laughs> what does uh, being a green warrior mean to you? Being a green warrior means to me, I don't know, do something and see this as a, as a war, actually, because uh, either we will win or lose. And uh, we don't have a choice to stand on the buy side. And everyone can be an echo warrior. Everyone should be an echo warrior. And if everyone is going to be that, we will not have any war on this planet. Uh, instead, we will have peace. Mm, so being an echo warrior that. is actually to being someone that wants peace in the world. Mm, yes. Beautiful. Uh, if you had the power to change the world, what would you do right now? What I will do is uh, actually to set an end date of extract, extracting fossil uh, fuel. Uh, that's what we needed. Uh, that's how we solved the situation with the ozone layer and freons. We forbid the use of freons mm -hmm. and the ozone layer is now healing. We need to do the same thing with, with oil. The Paris Agreement is a good step in the, on, in the right direction, but it's not enough. We need to stop using the, what, what is destroying the planet. It, it is that simple. But it's very, very hard to achieve it uh, in a political way, of course. But if I can dream, I will set an end date of fossil fuel extraction. Yes, definitely. If you could leave the world with one simple message, what would it be? So say it was like a, on a billboard and you had like one phrase to say, what would that you phrase be? You have the power. Every one of us have the power to solve this. We just need to do it and the weaponizer or when we work together with others. We can't wait for leaders when they don't act. We need to act ourselves and we don't need to do everything. We just need to do something and everyone has that power. And that is the hope, that is the solution and that is what's needed to be done. What keeps you going or what is it that brings you joy in your life? Because it can get kind of heavy doing this kind of work. Yes, it could definitely be very heavy, but I'm, I'm very thankful uh, that I'm able to do this work because climate anxiety is, is healed by doing action, I will say. And what is making me going is to see that so many people actually, when they understand the problem, uh, they are actually starting to act. We just need to have them understand it. And that's the tricky thing. But uh, I've seen so many people that uh, from different backgrounds, everything from billionaires to, to people on, uh, with very, very little resources uh, started to act because they have awakening. Uh, so that is uh, what gets me going. And, and, uh, and of course, every, all joy in life. I mean, we, we can't be... We need to enjoy life where we're still here. So, so we need to also spend time with friends, family and, 
and everyone and and do things together uh, that's uh, what's getting me going so in your view how can we live wide awake i will say we must have the courage to to speak out not everyone is enjoying it but we need to if we if we want to stay awake we need to do what we do with a patient that, that is dying we need to 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 be really uncomfortable and shake them up so that they don't die from us and that's what we have we that have awakening we need to do that with everyone else it's our obligation and it's not so nice every time to do it but we, we must keep on doing it Absolutely. Well, that's it. That's all my questions. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It was great to hear like your ideas and yeah, it was a great interview. <laughs> Three things I'm taking from this conversation with Ingmar. Firstly, we need to reward doing the right thing and make it more expensive to do the wrong thing. Second, knowledge is the biggest tool that we have, and when we focus on solutions, we give people hope. And thirdly, let's focus on making the movement more inclusive so everyone feels like they're part of it and can make a difference. I hope that today's conversation stirred something deep within you ready to awaken. If you enjoyed today's episode, do hit that subscribe button and consider supporting us. Until next time, live wide awake.